Welcome to the podcast, Daily Drops. I'm your host, Jen Weir. Today, we're going to be talking about beliefs. Specifically, what's holding you back? Many times we wonder, what is the deal? Why can't I get fill in the blank? A lot of times, it has to do with a financial goal or a business goal, a career goal, field goal, as it were. A lot of times we set these goals and we wonder, why can't I get this to work? What's going on? And if you've ever been like me, you sit back, I'm an achiever. I love to achieve. And if you've ever not been able to achieve one thing, maybe it's your holy grail, maybe it's your Everest, and you just oh, just can't climb that mountain, you sit back and wonder, what is happening? Here's the deal. It's your thoughts. Specifically, it's your belief system. It's your paradigms. Paradigms are thoughts in your head, set in by your parents, your surroundings, maybe you, maybe a teacher, maybe something you read. But it all comes down to what you think, what you believe, your paradigm. All of this is just a swirling ball of thought process that either helps you and propels you forward to achieve your goal or stops you and pulls you back. You end up being like a dog on a leash that's just trying to get that squirrel. And no matter what you do, you can't break free. You can be as as hard-headed and as stubborn and tenacious with your goal, but sometimes there's something holding you back. This is a discovery that I made a few years back when I had this business goal and I couldn't, I thought, what is the deal? I've been a very successful entrepreneur at anything I've ever put my mind to, but this one, this Everest, as it were, just kept escaping me. What was it? And I thought, okay, I'm going to walk through this emotional releasing thing. It was a just an event that my a good friend of mine had had, and he says, just hop on with me. It was like a, you know how it is, like a computer, some Zoom live thing. I thought, all right, well, I got nothing to lose. And you write down your goal, and then you think about this goal, and when you write, like, I am whatever I have, I've achieved whatever the successes you're looking for, you're supposed to sit there and, and hear the voices that tell you why you're not achieving this particular goal, or Whatever it is. For me, it was a business goal. The first thing that popped in my head was good things don't happen to people like you. And I thought, what the? Where did that come from? And the the cool thing is when you ask your brain, where did that come from? Your brain's like, oh, I'll tell you where it came from. And it starts listing off all these things. The most primary memory that I had that popped in was the day I got the phone call that my son had cancer. See, before that, we had actually lost a baby. We had a stillborn baby between our second and third third child. And then my son got cancer, and then I had a daughter with this birth defect that was pretty severe, and on and on it went. And we had had various little financial hiccups and just never quite could get ahead of the game. And even at that point, I was already speaking. I was already telling our story in public and, and doing all these, these events. And I would tell people, oh, we're like the Kennedys. Bad things just keep happening or kept happening, I should say. So I cemented this idea in my mind. 
that bad things just happened to me. This thought had been propelled on, spurred on by childhood. I was a kid of divorce. I mean, who wasn't in the 90s and the 80s, right? My dad chose the military over me, over being a a father. My mom had her own stuff. And I, you know, on and on it went. It always felt growing up that I just couldn't quite get there. And it doesn't matter. I don't tell you all of that to to have it be, oh, poor me. It's not that. It's just I'm trying to articulate to you that the past experiences set up belief systems. And if we're not ruthless with destroying those negative thoughts and creating a positive mindset, our mind will only dwell on that. I have five children that I have homeschooled since our oldest was in the third grade. And inevitably, when I would talk to people about that, most everyone would say, I'd say about nine out of 10 people would say, oh, that must be so difficult to homeschool them. And I would say, no, it's, you know, we're good. But in my mind, I think, oh my God, yes, it's hard. It's hard to have a toddler screaming at your feet. And I would emotionalize with that. It's not all hard though. You see, I started to let their beliefs seep into my soul, into my, the recesses of my mind. So that when I thought about homeschooling, it was like, oh yeah, it's Monday. We need to do this. Rather than the joy, the extreme joy it is when you see your child one day not be able to read and the next day they're reading a college literature paper and you're like, when did that happen? The joy that I see when I have my child who's in eighth grade teaching my child who's in sixth grade about fractions. There are so many untold joys and victories and successes with homeschooling five children. Can you imagine? I got to see them write their first word. I got to see them present their first paper. What a cool experience. And yet I was letting these morons say to me, oh, that must be so hard. That was stupid on my part, right? Never mind the fact that, you know, I have a, a, my own business, an entrepreneur business, and people will say, ah, being an entrepreneur, it's tough, man. Business, is business slow for you? It's slow for me. And you start to do this tit for tat thing, right? You start to emotionalize. Yeah, man, it's slow. Haven't hold sold a starter kit in weeks. And you start to emotionalize and you start to believe, well, you know, it's January. Well, it's July. It's a slow time of year. Guess what happens? It's a slow time of year for you because you emotionalize with it. Instead, you put into practice truth or even truth you want to be true. You might put into practice the last time you had a sale and remember how good that felt. I like to call it the sales high. The client high. Every time when I was a hairdresser and I got a new client and they loved their hair, I would just remember how good that felt. They'd say, oh, you're a miracle worker. And I think, I know, you look amazing. Bye-bye. You just emotionalize with that, right? Like the girl flipping her hair, walking out of the salon, thinking she is all of that. And you created that. So whatever it is, whatever business that you're in, let's say, and you have this goal and you're wanting to achieve it, 
What are you emotionalizing with? What beliefs do you have? And if it's been a slow day, week, maybe it's been a slow month, the first thing you might ask yourself is, what have I emotionalized with? What has my mind been thinking about? You see, we're the direct product of everything that comes, excuse me, we're the direct product of our thoughts. Our circumstances are exactly what we thought about. You don't have to ask somebody, what were you thinking when they did something? You can see it. You can see what they were thinking. So what are your thoughts? When you're trying to achieve a goal, what have you emotionalized with? Have you imagined the success? And before you say, I have, I have, yeah, I've got it. Okay, then why haven't you achieved it? Some things just take time, sure. But in the waiting, what are you thinking about? What are you doing until success comes? I talk to so many people that they dream of being a musician or an artist or a dancer or anything but the very thing they're doing right now. And they say, well, you know, someday I'm going to go for this thing. Okay, then why are you waiting tables? Uh, You're an actor. Shouldn't you be acting? I mean, unless you want to be an actor and you want to perform in every restaurant movie there is, waiting tables doesn't make sense. Well, I got to pay the rent. You know, there's a lot of other things you can do to pay the rent that are within the performing arts field. You see, when you surround yourself with what it is you want to do, then your mind can get there. And if you have the thought like I did, good things don't happen to people like me. See, you start doing things like waiting tables, working construction, sitting behind a cubicle because after all you have to pay the bills. You tend to have a plan B. I was speaking with someone recently and they said, well, I've got to have a plan B. You know, I'm going to college and I got this thing and that thing and they want to be a musician. And I thought, well, if you have a plan B, you're already telling yourself your plan A isn't going to happen. That's how that works. And the reason why you're telling yourself that is because of a belief system. And that belief system could be anything from you don't think you're worth it, good things don't happen to people like you, maybe your parents told you that was stupid, What are you going to do with that kind of job anyway? How are you going to, everyone say it with me, earn a living doing that? We've all heard it. And yet the creatives of this world, they're the ones that have changed this world. So when you have a belief system that's holding you back from the success that you deserve, wouldn't you agree it's time to change it? And it's so simple. You just change your mind. Literally, you literally sit there and think, okay, I'm seeing my circumstance is I haven't achieved this success. Or even let's just back up something small. I haven't made a sale this week. 
Okay, when was the last time I made that sale? So you go back and you think, yeah, I can do this. I'm great at this. I just have to do that however many more times, five more times, 10 more times, 100 more times. That's all. It's so easy. If you're having a quieter time and in the waiting, what are you doing with your mind? What are you dwelling on? Are you on Instagram? Seriously, are you on Instagram looking at what everybody else is talking about? Those people don't know jack squat. You know why? They're posting their nonsense on Instagram. They're fear mongers. They're telling you, oh, you know how hard it is to homeschool? You know how hard it is to be an entrepreneur? Man, you got to hustle. Your kids won't know you for years. They're going to have to put your picture on a milk cart and you're going to have to work so hard no one's going to know who you are. That's their story. You know you have the power to write your own story? You can see it any way you want it. It's, it's like if you were going to make a sandwich and you wanted to make, I don't know, a BLT, let's say. And someone's like, you know how hard it is to get that tomato to stay on? And you have this perfect image of a sandwich crafted in your mind. Would you ever let anyone tell you, well, you can't put the tomato there because after all that's wrong. That just, I mean, it's a dumb example, but it's true. So if I'm saying to you this dumb example about a sandwich and you're like, I would, no one's going to tell me how to eat my sandwich. It's my sandwich, right? Then why would you let anyone tell you how easy or how difficult your dream and your success, your path, your calling is going to be. And why the hell are you letting people who are not even doing what you're doing have any say? I got to ask you, why are you letting somebody who is not at the level that you want to be? Forget if they're not even in, in your industry, even if they're in your industry. If they're not as successful as you see yourself being, why are you even letting them speak? You have the right to say, I'm going to need you to shut your face right now because I see no truth in that. I guess you can be nicer. I mean, you know, many people are a little nicer than I am with their words. But you get my point. You can tell them to shut their face you see no truth in that in a kind way. Or as my grandma, you know, we would say, we called her the velvet bulldozer. She could tell someone to go to hell and they would look forward to the trip. I kid you not. So when you have someone speaking into your life, and listen, this could be parents. This could be a spouse, a partner. Don't you dare let anybody tell you you're wrong don't you dare let anyone speak into your life, into your dream, if they have not already achieved that success. I can guarantee Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, any of those guys would never let someone who works at the Walmart tell them how to run their business, right? Walt Disney would go in and ask his team, his team, people that worked for him to help him create ideas. He would go ask them, hey, what do you think about this and such? And if they didn't like it, he's like, okay, thank you. And he would go and do that thing. 
He would do the opposite of what they said. I think it worked out pretty well for Disney, don't you? And I know it's going to work out amazing for you. Have your eyes on your own paper, tunnel vision. Don't let anyone say anything different. And if you have that mindset of this can't happen, good things don't happen to me, why do I always have bad luck? I think you know the answer by now, right? You need to change that. Change your mind. This has been Daily Drops with Jen Ware.